Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Second Wind. You know this show is all about transitions. And transitions is life, right? It's where we all go. And it's through those transitions that we learn and grow, even as ugly as some of those transitions can be. But some of the transitions that we all go through, a couple of them would be the beauty and aging. So today we're going to... We're going to be addressing some of the solutions that are available to us. And I think you're going to be really excited because there are so many options out there. But first, let me share the results of a study done in the 70s in Harvard. It was called the Zero Point Study. Now, the results of that study told us from the ages of zero to seven, Those are the imprinting years. So we as little people look at mom and dad, sisters, aunts and uncles, all those people that interact with other people in our society. We see how they manage their game. And we learn how to manage our game, modeling after them. Between the years, so we call those the modeling No, the imprinting years. Ages 7 to 14 are the modeling years. So we actually get to go out and practice what we've learned in the first seven years. We model those with our friends, with our teachers, with all of the people around us. And we start developing our talk back. You know, I'm sure you've all experienced these as parents in your own children. Then the ages 14 to 21 are called the socialization years. Now that's when we really get all of our focus outside of us and we start wanting to be part of the group. We want to look like the group. We want to talk like the group. We want to be in the group. So we take on more and more adjustments to fit in and there we develop. We're using our all that we've learned for the first few years of our life that will be running our game for the rest of our life. Now, we get our what we call values about beauty and aging very early in our lives. And those values, as I said, will run our game for the rest of our life unless we decide to change them. It's always our option, but some of us never do. My story is, I know I feel better when I look better, and better is determined by me. 
what is your story? Because it is, it will be different for each one of us according to our growing environment. Early years, we are, we are faced with skin problems or acne, body issues such as fat develops. Come 45 to 50 years, we start seeing the signs of aging. And ladies, we know what that means. Our ears perk up and we go to whoever can help us with that transition. Our guest today is our expert for talking about and giving some solutions to those experts. So I'm welcoming Dr. Max Stewart to the listening audience. Now let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Stewart. He grew up in San San Antonio, Texas, a favorite city of mine. Lovely, if you've never visited Texas. But then we move into his college years, where he got most of his learning by getting his Bachelor of Science in Biology from Texas A&M University. Then he went to Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, where he did biochemical research. Next, he attended University of Texas Health Science Center Medical School. He interned and got his residency in 1987 at the Dallas Southwestern Family Practice Program in Wichita Falls, Texas. Dr. Stewart practiced in Tyler in the emergency medicine field. Now, he's been very busy, as you can hear, he has always been busy. That exhausts me, Dr. Stewart. But anyway, (laughs) he has also stayed very involved with multiple committees and boards, with being active in the local Smith County Medical Association. But he has expanded his memberships by becoming a fellow of the American Academy of Family Physicians, American Society for Laser Medicine, and American Society for Photodynamic Therapy. He has joined in his passion for women and transition with his wife, Sandy, at their business, which is called Radiant Pure Radiance Laser Retreat. Wow, thank you. There I finished it. Dr. Stewart, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Joyce. Really look forward to this. Well, I want to know how you how you decided to go into medicine. What was that decision? How did that decision come to you? You know, that's a, a interesting topic. I don't think that far back very often. <laughs> but, uh, my first year in college which was 1974. Yeah. And, you know, back then, computers were just becoming uh, a topic of conversation. And those of you who remember that, you had giant rooms filled with giant machines that were a computer, and they they couldn't even accomplish what your telephone can do nowadays. Um, I know. But that was the upcoming field, and so I went to college to become a computer expert. Uh-huh. In that first year of college, it became very apparent to me, although I, I made A's in all the computer classes, that I really hated computers <laughs> and, and that kind of science. But right. I loved the biochemical and the biology classes that I was taking as prerequisites 
Right. And so I transitioned over into science. And uh, over the course of the next two years, it became clear to me I just wanted to go into the medical sciences. Mm-hmm. It, when, when you get into science, there are so many interesting avenues to take. It can be a really difficult decision. And there, there was, and I, I imagine there still is, an avenue where you can do both. You can do a Ph.D. in research and a medical degree at the same time. Uh, but I like people too much to get stuck in the lab. And yeah. so I just went straight medicine. Right. Yeah, I um, usually I see on other doctor um, um background that they've all had some research which you had when you were uh at the medical medicine in houston um is that just part of becoming a doctor where you have some years of research not really Uh, not really i think that the majority of medical students may be uh peripherally involved in other words they will uh, be helping as just part of their degree plan uh, mm-hmm. some physicians who may be involved in research. But right. the, the regular medical training is not going to involve much research at all. Mm. Uh, I, I probably, at, at the time of my education, probably less than 10% of the students were involved with research. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I did learn something through reading your bio that I was had, had not been introduced to before, and that was the fellow, what a fellow is. What Can you explain that to uh, my listeners? To be all-encompassing, a fellow simply means that you did additional training or uh, service. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a specific amount of time, a minimum amount of time, Hmm. and in whichever organization you're talking about, they will set their requirements. Uh, You must be a member uh, for a specific time. You must serve certain criteria of uh, achieving expertise, and at some point, once you've achieved those milestones, you're invited to be a fellow. Right. Well, it, it's and it opens up doors for you as far as being able to get the latest and the newest uh, work that's out there, right? As a byproduct of accomplishing the requirements of becoming a fellow, it would be necessary to associate with the people who are spending their lives involved in advancing that particular subject matter. Mm-hmm. And, and so... Mm-hmm. Just as a byproduct, you're going to be rubbing shoulders with all of those people. And and so, yes, it will open avenues of further education uh, and and be beneficial in that area, should you choose to. Yeah. Oh, well, yours is in um, uh, family physicians and laser medicine and uh, photodynamic therapy. So when we get back, we are going to talk, I'm going to be asking Dr. Stewart how we made his transition from emergency room into aesthetic, um, aesthetic medicine. Um, and it's, it's really pretty exciting because, ladies, we need to 
we have so many good things ahead of us that I just think it's so exciting. Every time when I was talking to Dr. Stewart yesterday, it was all about, oh my gosh, oh, I want to do that. And I want to do that. And I want to do that. So it's all becoming available for us where we can address some of those aging things, some of those beauty things, some of those fat issues that we all seem to be faced with, uh, certainly as we mature. So when we come back, Dr. Stewart will be sharing how he made that transition. So stay tuned. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Secret Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velocity's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velocity is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures. To her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons, her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Dr. Max Stewart, and he has Pure Radiance Laser Retreat. Um, do you call it a business, a, a facility? How do I address that, Matt, Dr. Stewart? 
I call it a medical spa, although medical spa. Okay. There's no yeah. great term because medical spa has never been adequately defined, and there can be so much difference between one medical spa from another. But the yeah. whole idea when this field developed was we now have devices that can actually do a lot of skin health or slowing aging or repairing the damage of age and sun mm -hmm. that didn't have to be done in a doctor's office or a hospital. It could be done in a, a more relaxed setting where right. people were accustomed to getting facials and mild chemical peels and microdermabrasion. And so doctors started opening uh, those type of clinics in, a, in addition to their regular office, uh, they wanted to separate skin cancers and ill people from <laughs> something that uh, was simply to make you feel better or look better. And that developed this whole industry of the medical spa. Yes, yes. So the actual treatment of like skin damage, that would go to a doctor's office where yours, you have um, services that can prevent sun damage? Is that, would I be reading that right? You know, that's a real important point. So let me just start by saying that's the best treatment anyone can do. And we all know this. We all mm -hmm. know, we've been told for years, don't get sun damage. So how do you do that? Well, you have sun avoidance and you have excellent mineral sunblocks these days that you should use every single day, even if it mm -hmm. was raining. And, yes. And, and that's the best way. Prevention is always the best medicine. However, mm -hmm. most of the people we're going to see are not 15 anymore. They have already got the effect of sun yes. damage. And so we're right. going to be addressing repairing that sun damage rather than uh, a prevention issue at that point. Okay. Well, I'm one of those that has the sun damage issues, you know, and so it's um, my ears always perk up because we don't do much prevention um, in our early years. It's, And I'm hoping that that has been corrected so that our younger people are getting the message that it's really important to do some sunscreens um, in their early years so that they don't have to deal with it like we do in our older years. But I want... To know, I want the, my listeners to know about how you made this transition from emergency room doctoring to aesthetic medicine. Sure, that was uh, another interesting story. So, <laughs> I had originally trained in family practice, and in my particular residency, there was a great opportunity for emergency room work. So, I really focused mm -hmm. on that because. It was fun. I loved it. It was exciting. And at that time, they, there was just beginning the true specialty of emergency medicine. Uh, only one residency had been established in Texas, and it had been just begun. So most oh. rooms were staffed by doctors who learned it on their, their own. There was no oh. board certification. And ah. uh, I decided... After I finished my residency, I would do emergency medicine for five years before mm -hmm. I opened my office. Uh, mm -hmm. Simply 
because I liked it, and it also was an easy uh, transition to go straight to the emergency room. I didn't have to start with loans to build an office or buy into a practice. I could just walk oh. into the emergency room and start work. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what I did. I came to Tyler. We had mm-hmm. an administrator that was uh, put number one priority on his list was to make the emergency room in his hospital the finest in East Texas. And at mm-hmm. that time, it was uh, far from that. And his mm-hmm. dedication to that and the changes that went on year after year made me want to stay there. Uh, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. 20, 25 years later, I woke up and realized I am really burned out of this business. The average burnout rate for emergency medicine at that time was five years, and I'd been mm-hmm. far longer than that. So mm-hmm. I started thinking about what would I do, and I, I was really concentrating on maybe doing a house call business and going back to my roots as a family practice doctor. When I was visiting friends in Laguna Beach, and I could tell that my friend's wife looked a lot younger and a lot better. I really didn't know why, but I yeah. six months before, and I couldn't put my finger on it, but I, I, I was just amazed at her makeup being so effective that night. So mm-hmm. we left, my wife asked me, what is what is Carolyn had done? And I said, well, <laughs> so you noticed that too. Well, if my wife noticed it, it had to be real. So the yes. I asked her, and she explained that there was a new technology they were using in the L.A. area called Intense Pulse Light. And uh, it had been branded as photofacial. Um, oh. So I started looking into that just out of curiosity. And going mm-hmm. back to my science roots we talked about earlier, I was mm-hmm. fascinated just by the, the science of the technology. And mm-hmm. it remains fascinating because I don't know of another industry that is growing so rapidly. Every few months, something new comes out. And as, uh, as you might think, you know, not all of it is good and not all of it works out, but right. a lot of it does. And right. so the, the actual industry is changing so much, it's really hard to uh, get bored with it at all. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, just the emergency room, I could see loving to be in there because it's it's such fast pace. You know, I get to go in there with my aging mother a lot these days. And um, I, it's just, I've, I'm always fascinated by the emergency room doctor, so I can kind of understand maybe the, the excitement of being in there. But moving into this field, wow, it just exploded with all these new practices there used to be just the facelift the cuts the you know with the skin and now it which is so difficult to recover and it takes time to recover but now i mean you make it very um easier easy to um see the benefits of doctoring this way i know i'm not expressing it well but you know what i mean well there are right? So many options now, and yeah. you know, back in the uh, '80s, there was a laser developed for skin resurfacing called the CO2 laser. It was mm-hmm. it was very effective. However, it was very dangerous, and about four to five percent of people had some serious downsides that 
they would never recover from, uh, from scarring to dispigmentation. And so mm. that fell out of favor very quickly. It was also right. immense downtime, worse than a facelift. So, right. uh, you know, lasers didn't come into fashion as a, a usable commodity until much later. They went away from what they call ablative lasers and started working on non-ablative lasers, which typically do not cause downtime or much downtime. And that's mm -hmm. where the photofacial began to shine. People knew they could go in and get a photofacial, go right back to work. All they had to do is wear a sunblock, and over time, their skin looked better. It handled, huh. uh, it helped sunspots to, to fade a little bit. It helped their <laughs> skin to have a healthier glow. And over time, it actually made their skin look younger. And we didn't really know why, but those have been out for a long time. And there's a lot of research has been done. And even the technology for research has improved. So Patrick Bitter, Dr. Patrick Bitter out in California, who actually trademarked that term, photofacial, mm -hmm. proven that at the genetic level, when receiving these treatments every six months, the skin actually slows aging. And oh. that's a phenomenal statement. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've got a lot of things we can do for people's health, but we've never been able to develop any type of treatment that's been shown other than IPL to slow aging of a tissue. And at wow. the genetic level, he has proven, and that uh, study has been repeated at least once, uh, that that actually happened. So you do offer those IPL photofacials at your business? Yes. It's your spa. Yeah. I just consider the photofacial basic skincare nowadays. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Um, well, you know, there, it's hard to know where to start because as I look at all that your spa offers, I mean, it's just overwhelming. And I, I almost go, well, gee, which one would I want to do first? But you have the luxury facials, just the basic facials. You have microdermabrasion, which is removing the first layer of skin, right? Is that right? Uh, chemical peels, acne treatments, eyelashes and brows, and um, longer lashes. You have all of those offered as uh, I call beauty um, uh um, I, I just refer to it as the, the basic spa treatments. You know, that was the idea of a medical spa. Let's do the things that are fun and uh -huh. uh, calming and people have <laughs> been doing for thousands of years. I tell people chemical peels are fabulous, facials yeah. are fabulous, microdermabrasion mm -hmm. is fabulous, mm -hmm. but, you know, Cleopatra got every one of those things because <laughs> in Cleopatra's day, they knew how to do chemical peels and they had rudimentary microdermabrasion and they certainly did facials with all types of herbs. And for thousands okay. of years, that's all we knew how to do. We put yeah. new packages and marketing. Doc, Dr. Stewart, we're, I'm going to break in. Sorry to do that, but we need to go to break and then we'll come back and talk about Okay. This is... God in Country. 
The Collision of Faith and Politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener, every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. LinkedIn. It's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show, Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are visiting with Dr. Stewart today, and he has... um, the Pure Radiance Laser Retreat, a medical spa that has offered offers so many uh, services that is just phenomenal for we women. And I'm I'm thinking mostly women would do this, but I'm sure there are some men that enjoy doing this as well. He's talked about the ultra therapy for tightening the neck and brow and facial skin, which is sounds fabulous. So. Dr. Stewart, tell us some more of those basic uh, treatments that we can go and enjoy at your spa. Okay. So we, we had all of these things that were good, and they were as good in Cleopatra's day as they were in 1970. But mm-hmm. as, as research came along and people became more interested in fighting aging rather than uh, getting old gracefully, if you want to call it. Yes. <laughs> uh, more of these devices became available. So, as I stated, first off, there was that ablative laser that actually took off a deep layer of skin, and it took weeks and weeks to recover and had a lot of chances for problems and complications, infections right. and scarring and pigment irregularities. So that, that went out the window. The non-ablative lasers came up, and laser hair removal 
I'm not sure why. You know, you remember Burt Reynolds in uh, yeah. Cosmo. Uh, mm-hmm. I was a little kid, but uh, I remember that rose a lot of interest. And Burt was the consummate man at that time, and he had a big hairy chest. But something happened between then and 1990, and all of a sudden everybody hated hair. And laser hair <laughs> removal became immensely popular because it was very effective, and there was mm-hmm. no downtime. It was very safe. And mm-hmm. uh, so with people learning about laser through laser hair removal, all of these other lasers became more well-known and, and studied and became more perfected. So now we can treat veins on the face. We can treat them on the legs. We can take away sunspots. We can mm-hmm. treat skin texture, whether it's fine lines or, or deep wrinkles, uh, precancerous lesions. It's not the state of the art for cancer, but in some instances, even skin cancers are treated with lasers. Tattoo uh, mm. removal, yeah. although I mm-hmm. think uh, most people uh, get tattoos because they like them, but some of them want them removed, and it's, <laughs> it's the state of the art for removing tattoos. Through that, Mm -hmm. what they learned as far as uh, skin tightening and improvement of skin texture was that if you caused a thermal change in the deep skin, you could accomplish an anti-aging change. So Mm -hmm. therapy, if you think about it, what is laser? It's waves of light. So there are other waves radio frequency, for instance, and sound waves. And both of these have been used for these same purposes. So now we have radio frequency devices that can improve skin uh, collagen and tighten skin. And then therapy came out, which works even better than radio frequency because it can go deeper and it uses sound waves. Oh, sound. I love that. Ultrasound, just like yeah. uh, they, they look at a little baby in the womb. They can uh-huh. be focused and cause thermal changes in the skin, which induce that collagen production and elastin and, and will tighten skin, contract mm-hmm. it. The, uh, the other technologies are, are using different uh, thought processes. Uh, one, of the do- well, one of the doctors who made laser hair removal possible uh developed cool sculpting which is extracting temperature or or heat from the tissue taking it out cooling Mm -hmm. it down and he did this because he knew as a scientist fat freezes at 34 degrees and Mm -hmm. and skin which is water and other body tissues don't freeze until you get below 32 so he thought if we can cool down this fat to 34, it's going to freeze and die. But the skin around it will be left intact and healthy. And that's how it works. So you can treat ah. areas of fat. Yeah. Actually, yeah. just like surgery used to do with liposuction. Mm-hmm. Uh, acoustic well, wave therapy, Botox and fillers are still immensely popular and usable and very healthy. You know, there's been a lot of of myth out there about these things not being healthy, yes. but they're, they're very healthy for your skin. Yeah. Uh, well, how does one, if they walk into your spa and they they don't know which 
which treatment would be best to use? I mean, how do you work with a client in knowing which direction, helping her make the decision of which direction to go? If she's liking, uh, wanting a skin treatment, let's say. Right. That's a question uh, I get several times every day. Uh Uh, Occasionally someone will research the Internet immensely, and they they know exactly what they want when they come in. But most of us come in wanting advice from Mm -hmm. the expert, just like you would with any other subject that you're you're considering. And uh, we have basically what we call a a skin consult, where Mm. we sit down, examine the patient, and then listen to their concerns and rate those concerns. It's important because as we, we just looked at the top of the iceberg as, as far as what's available, and you see how confusing that can get. What yes. Do I, what mm-hmm. do I do first? So mm-hmm. we try and figure out what is the patient's greatest concern. You know, if right. she has a, a, a huge mole on the end of her nose, but she loves that mole, then we don't need to take it off. <laughs> Uh, she has a a little sunspot over on her cheek that I didn't even see until she pointed it out, but that bugs the heck out of her. That's where we need to start. Yeah, yeah. And so Mm -hmm. once we rate the patient's concerns and educate them on the modalities available for treatment, then we we do it in that order. Nobody really needs to come in and get all of these things at once. Right. It's usually yeah. we'll we'll develop a plan. We've got a lot of things we can do. We'll do one or two things at a time, and over mm-hmm. the next two years, instead of looking older, you're going to look younger, and it keeps getting better. Yeah. So you must have people that come in from out of town, not just local service, but uh, women that are actually in the area, going to be in the area, so they plan their trip around their visit. You know, this is a business that only grows through word of mouth. You can't build this type of business with advertising. You can get a start, but if if you're not getting good word of mouth advertising, it will never grow and it will fall apart. So we've been extremely fortunate to have a lot of fabulous patients who tell their friends and family, and a Mm -hmm. lot of them are from out of town. Right. when they hear about these things available, uh, we might even talk to them on the phone and tell them, well, you know, you can get that done where you live right there. We could we could uh, find an ASLMS member that's mm-hmm. in your area. And, no, mm-hmm. you know, Sally told me to come to you, and so we're coming <laughs> to Tyler. Yeah. And Tyler has a great reputation in in the medical world. So right. I think that helps us as well, and, and we do get to see people from all over. Right. Well, there's another area that you haven't talked to of haven't talked about yet that I enjoy at your spa, and that's the hormone replacement. That's been uh, I can't tell you how much I like that um, practice or therapy. That I don't know what to call these different things, but I do like this hormone replacement because it's natural. I feel very confident and comfortable using it. So tell us a little bit about that for those ladies that don't know about this. Well, bioidentical hormone management or balancing your hormones has been a hot topic for a good while. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't really pay much attention to that. It wasn't on my radar until I realized that I was lacking hormone. And then when mm-hmm. you find out you need something, it gets to the top of your radar immediately. Yeah. So I started studying it, and uh, I actually, before I had time to be well-educated, I, I went to a doctor on my own. I mm-hmm. was receiving one of the common uh, methods of hormone replacement, which is a shot, and yeah. my wife was receiving creams. And we were at a, a meeting, another meeting. My wife will frequently attend these meetings with me because mm-hmm. she is our operations manager, well, our, our CFO at our company. So yeah. she was at the meeting, and she had forgotten her creams and and knew she would feel bad by the end of the meeting since we were out of town, and she didn't have her hormone creams. And she mm-hmm. talked about it to a, a lady at the meeting. And the lady said, well, why don't you get hormone pellets? Because those last for months. They don't have to be applied every day. And so my wife uh, pursued this and registered me to go train or start training. <laughs> and as soon as I, I began studying the BioT method, I was sold, you know, We want to look younger, but that doesn't matter much if you don't feel good. Oh, so right. And as we age, we we know we're getting older, and we Mm -hmm. tell each other, well, you can't do that anymore because you're just getting old. (laughs) And these days, a lot of those problems don't have to happen. So Mm -hmm. with hormone replacement, to simply put it, there's a lot of benefits, but overall, you're going to feel better, you're going to feel happier, and you're going to have a better quality of life. And when we're 50, we've forgotten how good we felt when we were 30, a lot of mm-hmm. us. Oh, yeah. And yeah. a lot of times it's because we're missing certain hormones or nutraceuticals right. in our body. And Well, wait, Dr. Uh, we're going to break here because we are coming up, and I... You know, I am so excited about the BioT um, hormone replacement method that you know I can I can brag about that all day and have to several people, and um, I just think it's the greatest thing. When we come back, I want us to continue talking a little bit more about this. So we'll be back soon. All right. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Do you ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness, more self-love and less self-loathing, more joy and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to The Living Room, a place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We are saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life. 
and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Dr. Max Stewart has shared with us today valuable information that all of us can use, not only women, but also men. So one of the the therapies that we just were talking about was the natural hormone replacement, which is shared by both male and female in their aging process. So, Dr. Stewart, when we talk about the hormone, we naturally think of women, but uh, are needing the replacement process. But it's not just women. As you have said, you were doing something, your wife was doing something. So, this hormone can also be used for men. Right. When we talk about bioidentical hormone replacement, we're simply talking about replacing something your body once had, once produced on its own, and yep. not producing enough anymore. And mm-hmm. I want to back up just a little bit because one of the greatest roadblocks to good medicine with hormone replacement is uh, a large myth that was propagated in the uh, 2000-2001 when the mm-hmm. Women's Health Initiative study came out and scared doctors and patients about taking estrogen. Now, the Women's Health Initiative did prove something, that horse estrogen given to human beings was not the safest way to take estrogen. Mm-hmm. And the problem was they were giving the wrong medicine, they were giving the wrong dose because they were giving large doses, and they were giving the wrong route. They were giving it by mouth, and it caused increased risk of several problems such as heart disease and blood clots and cancer. Uh, uh. What we we now know, and, and was actually a lot of it was known then because if you look at the research, Research on these subjects has been done for years before that study. And when Mm -hmm. you use the right medicine at the right dose and the right route, you actually have a lot of health benefits. And you do not have an increased heart disease or cancer risk. In fact, testosterone replacement in women has been shown to lower their risk of breast cancer, not increase it. Mm. So. You know, when you look at the thing, everybody thinks of hot flashes as that tells you you're in menopause and you need hormones, or at least you're lacking hormones. And that was the major 
uh, symptom that doctors were taught in medical school to treat. If you get rid of their hot flashes, well, now you've done your job. But <laughs> we have yep. a lot of problems that happen when we get low on our hormones. We develop weak bones, osteoporosis. We mm -hmm. have increased risk of dementia. We lose our muscle mass and strength. We lose our interest in sex or mm -hmm. even the ability to, to have satisfying sex. Our moods get more dull and, and I call it blues. It's not uh, a hormone depletion doesn't cause endogenous depression, but you do feel blue a lot and you don't uh -huh. handle stress as well. And I could go on and on, but we, if, if you're in your 50s or older, you already know these things. And so when hormones are replaced, over 90% of people are going to, as I said earlier, feel an increased quality of life. Maybe all of their symptoms won't get immensely better, but enough of their symptoms will get better uh, and, and noticeably so that they can truly say, I don't want to live without this. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. we know that, well, a lot of, of health problems that we see in 70 and 80 year olds now on, uh, will not be seen as frequently in people who started hormone therapy when they needed it. Uh, the, you know, how often do people fall and break a hip these days? That's just one of the oh, most common things you yeah. hear about. And it's very mm -hmm. debilitating. And some people die from complications of those hip fractures. And yes. there's just no reason a person should ever have osteoporosis these days, men or women. Uh, we can wow. totally prevent that. Uh, mm -hmm. So I, I could go on and on, but I'll let you ask me some questions. Well, I want you to, okay, so we could talk about the um, the use for men, the benefit of men using this as well, but then we also have, I'm so excited for you to share, and we are limited by the clock, so I'm going to say, can you tell us a little bit more about what's coming down the pike for us, the expansion, the new areas that we're, you're seeing in your field that's really exciting and offers us so much more quality to our lives? So I, I, I'm torn. I'm going to leave it up to you, Dr. Stewart. Okay. Well, Joyce, you know, I am limited by my abilities and time to even keep up with all of the advances in these fields these days because they're they're so rapidly progressing and uh, mm -hmm. I almost go to a meeting every month or two to, to try and keep up on these but as, as we've seen in your program today it's extremely varied and so what I'll, I'll tell you is one of the, the the hormone issue is huge and I devote mm -hmm. a lot of my time to, to this study and a hot topic coming up here are called nutraceuticals. Nutraceuticals are simply vitamins, minerals, and hormones that we need and we're not getting enough of uh, from our diets anymore, or uh, maybe it's because our body is not able to use it because we've been exposed to certain uh, things. So. As, as we go for, further on, you're going to hear more and more about nutraceuticals. And common ones you hear about are 
vitamin D, probiotic, mm -hmm. coenzyme Q, and others that will become more uh, known. Uh, let's talk about some of the new devices coming up. Yeah. Kythera is a new device. It's Well, it's not a device. It's an injectable. 60% uh, of people have what's considered submental fat. That is a double chin, fat under the chin. Now, yes. we know 60% of people aren't bothered by that, but a lot are. And when you talk to them, it's very disconcerting to them. It, it, it lowers their self-esteem, and mm -hmm. they'll go get surgery for it if they can. But surgery takes time and uh, time away from work. So Kythera is an injection similar uh, in its application to Botox. Uh, it's simply you go into the doctor, you get an injection, the downsides uh, are a little mild discomfort and swelling and bruise. So there's mm -hmm. no big downtime. You can go right back to work, continue your life. And this solution has been very effective in dissolving small amounts of fat. So with an office that ah. takes just a few minutes, those people mm -hmm. who are bothered by the uh, double chin can have that treated. Treated. Wow. Uh, a, yeah. Another huge growth area for women is vaginal rejuvenation. Uh, a lot of changes occur with our body uh, in the pelvic area and incontinence and mm -hmm. other uh, problems with the pelvic area have long-term or for a long time have only been able to be treated with surgery. But using the radio frequency devices that I mentioned earlier, these areas are being treated both cosmetically and for therapeutic uh, reasons. Uh, right. For symptoms that yeah. occur by relaxation of that pelvic floor. That yes. Many yeah. women, especially women who had children, are experiencing yeah. in life. And yeah. again, it's an office treatment. Doesn't take long. There's no downtime. Uh, wow. Treated and, and walk amazing. out, and they can result in that very first day. Wow, that's amazing. I love all of this because this is all part of the the cycle that women go through is particularly in their age as they age and to have answers that are non-invasive like the surgeries that were recommended uh, is just so exciting for us. I, uh... And this I agree. It's what keeps my heart pumping and, and happy to go to work every day. I, I do want to say that there is still uh, a big place for surgery these days. But yeah. what we're able to do now can put off, let's say, if you want to talk about facelift, we can put mm -hmm. off facelift for at least five or more years. And mm -hmm. facelifts uh, have their own problems, but they're very effective in improving a person's looks, but mm -hmm. you don't want to have multiple facelifts in your lifetime because each time a facelift is revised, mm -hmm. it's not going to be as effective and you're going to have those uh, changes in appearance which people right. notice as being yeah. done and yeah. artificial. Uh, the mm -hmm. first one always looks great and after that, they're not so great. 
So yeah. we can, without downtime, and in our, our active lifestyles yeah. can not be interrupted. Uh, these type of treatments are very sought after. Oh, yeah. Well, Dr. Stewart, you have given us a plate full of treasures that we can all pick from and use in our um practice to stay young, to stay youthful looking, to feel better, such as the hormone um, uh, replacement, which I just can't stop raving about, and the photofacial. I love all of these. And the, the exciting thing is they're all available to us at your salon at Pure Radiance Laser Retreat. And they can go to your website. And that website is... You want to give that to us? They can reach that at TylerLaserCenter.com. All right. And there they will go and see all of these goodies listed with some explanation. There are photos of, of how this is applied and how the changes happen in your lives. So what I really want to say is I could continue talking for another hour with you about all the exciting things, but I do appreciate that you have been part of the show today and you have at least shared some of the excitement that's coming down the road. So I appreciate very much that you have shared this. I appreciate your invitation. This has been a lot of fun. I love talking about these issues. I, I want to say one thing because I know you have a lot of listeners in areas all over, maybe all over the world. You yeah. know, medical spas, as I said earlier, have never had a great definition, and I think it's important for someone... Here we go. If, we're, we're ending, so quick. We're if gone. If you're going to a medical spa, <laughs> to make sure you're going to a spa that has a doctor on staff in the business and that there is a doctor in the house. All right. Thank you very much. Dr. Stewart has shared his valuable information. Thank you for being with us today. To reclaim their true purpose and strength, they receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services and 